0: Welcome back to my podcast, Thoughts I Have While I'm Driving. Today, well, first off, I want to thank everyone for the positive feedback on my last episode and all the people that reached out and let me know that they listened. I really appreciate it. A lot of people listened to it that I was not expecting to listen to it. So thanks so much for that. I really appreciate it. But today, as I said, as promised in my last episode, (laughs) I'm joined here with my friend, Jake Boogenhagen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nice. Hello, everybody. Hello, faithful listeners. Um, I'm so honored to be here and chat with Miss Natalie about our lives and our relationships. I would like to say that I'm fighting off a little bit of um, a loss of voice. Mm-hmm. So if I sound a little raspy, that'd be why I'm not sick. Thank you.
0: Raspy voices are kind of. I
1: know. Some people are into that
0: So these days. <laughs>
1: I think some so. Some calls after that. Yeah, Do you
0: want to give was- a little bit of an introduction to yourself, who you are? where you went to college, what you do.
1: Of course, so I recently just graduated from the University of Maryland last May at the same time as Miss Lovely Natalie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I studied biology with a Spanish minor. And I have recently been sending off applications to doctorate of physical therapy school. Um, I've heard back from three programs, so I'm going somewhere and that's what counts. Um, Still waiting to hear back. So I don't know what my future will hold exactly, but I know what I'll be doing, just not where. Um, yeah, that's me. I was born and raised in Annapolis, where we are currently recording this episode, in my childhood bedroom. Um, yeah, that's it for me, I think. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So me and Jake became friends last year. Yeah, like a year ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Because we had mutual a mutual friend, Miss Monica,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we just hit it off right away.
1: We did. Well, I'd say it was more of a slow burn, actually. It's not yeah. that we had no animosity toward one another, but we weren't instant besties. No,
0: that's so true. Well, what was your first impression of me, would you say?
1: I I, th- I know you hate when people say this, but I thought you were a little shy. I know. I know. And I know you hate how people say that, but it's what I thought. It's true.
0: truth. I do think coming into like your whole... I came into yes. your entire friend group all at once. Yes,
1: and we can be a lot sometimes. It wasn't
0: even that you were a lot. It's just like, I'm like, I don't want to be that person that like shows up and it's like... Yeah. Loud, but it was quiet. I,
1: I would see, like to so add quiet. that there's there's no one that could have like came in and made more of like an impact or like uh-huh. have just been like accepted so quickly by everyone, and we loved you so much. I
0: agree. I think like sometimes when you meet people, you almost like. Like, you either click or you don't. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell, like, uh, oh, like these are people I'm going to be able to be myself around. Mm-hmm. And like, with you guys is very easy. And
1: we do that right away. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So, yeah, we kind of started out like mutual friends ish, you know, but then we got closer and closer. I always say the moment I knew Natalie was a true friend was spring break 2022 in Miami. It was me and seven girls in a tiny apartment. And I was like, Ugh, I'm done with these girls mm-hmm. but Natalie was the one I could always be around and like not get annoyed she doesn't drive me up a wall until later when we get, when we bicker yeah we do get in fights um, but we so, took a picture in front of a gay pride flag and that was like
0: it's a defining moment it was
1: a defining moment for us so
0: true so Jake is also part of the LGBTQ community as it, well as me
1: I'm a homosexual man. <laughs>
0: So I think that was also a good bonding because I didn't have any gay friends really. So being able to have someone that can relate to me was also nice. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of my first impression of you. I I, it's interesting you thought I was shy because I felt like I was like, oh, he's like an easy, no pressure person to be around. But maybe I was a little bit quiet at first.
1: I think that's because I can remember the exact first day you were like moving in and you didn't have much to say because you were moving in.
0: So, anyways, moving on to the next thing. We're back (laughs) Jake recently, this past summer after he graduated college, went to Europe all by himself and traveled around Europe all by himself.
1: I did in fact do that um, I hear that there's a dog barking.
0: And I think that Miss Hall is here th- okay, this is me editing, so <laughs> our friend Zoe came while we were recording, so then we were like did a bunch of sound bites as she was like coming in, and like that's I thought they were funny, so I'm inserting. A little bit, so it gets a little chaotic here for about two minutes, and then we get back on topic. But hello, my name is Zoe. Yeah. I'm Natalie's favorite friend from college, and that-
1: you're on the pod tonight.
0: That's why I'm on the pod tonight. Yeah, I am on the pod tonight. <laughs> I am on the pod. Yes, that's <laughs> so. Um, Jake is wearing. Um, green and white striped pants. And Natalie is beautiful as ever. So I'm really looking forward to listening to this podcast. Even okay, so Jake recently, after we graduated college, went on a trip to Europe all by himself. Funded it by himself, correct? correct? Yeah. And he just traveled the country. I'm sorry, excuse me. The, countries. Con- the continent yeah. for about a month. What made you want to do that?
1: Um, I was actually... I hate to say it, inspired by my older brother who did the same thing when he graduated college. Um, and I don't like to think that I copy what they do, but this one was pretty blatantly. I was like, he did that and it looks so cool. So I want to do the same thing. Um, and COVID had sort of just lifted. Flights were fairly cheap from what I found. And I was like, this is the perfect time uh, for my first time in my life. I won't have school, no responsibility. I'll just have free time to literally do whatever I want. So I did that. Um, I bounced over to Iceland first. Then to the mainland, UK, and hit a few countries. Um, most of my time was spent in Italy, 10 days of which was with Miss Natalie and Miss Zoe and Miss some other Z- some other familiar names. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Um,
0: what would you say is the, your favorite place that you visited?
1: My favorite place? I have, like, preset answers to this. You know that I tell, like, co-workers and whatnot. But the truth is, my favorite place... Was a mouthy coast in Italy, because I loved getting together with the what was it four of us five of us and just drinking like random spicy wines and walking down the street to grab pasta. A lot yeah, of spicy
0: wine. But I don't remember drinking a lot of wine in Italy for some reason. The
1: one with the lobster on it, if you remember that.
0: Call. I don't think I had it. Yeah. Drink a lot of wine there. I, I drink so much um, apple spritz. Avril Springs. There
1: was all that going on. Yeah, no, but it was honestly just so fun to be with friends because at that point in my trip, I'd been alone for about four weeks. And that's probably the longest I've been traveled or been alone for. I mean, I wasn't alone. Obviously, I was in public and stuff, but I had. Like I had on your own. I was you're on, your on your my own. own kid. I was on my own kid. <laughs> I, in fact, was. And we were in Paris. No, we weren't. So sorry. Um, yeah, but it was just really good to see friends after having been sort of by my lonesome for so long, and that was like so nice. But I also really valued my time alone, and I think that was like much needed to sort of get away and like just learn who who I am as I travel. And it sounds so cliche, like I found myself, but I really did connect with a lot of myself while I was there. You have to yeah. you have
0: yourself for that long. Yeah. What do you think you learned, like what would you say one thing you learned about yourself?
1: One thing I learned about myself is that is that I don't need as many things. As I thought I needed mm-hmm. um like when I live here at home I have like I mean my room is so cluttered I have so, much, so many clothes that I can't even fit them into all my dress into my dresser but I just had a backpack while I was there and that was enough so I think I learned a lot about like not holding on to material things as much mm-hmm. um and like you can travel light you can live with just a few things and granted I am glad to be back home where I do have all those things you know at have disposal but I didn't I didn't need that much I'm an easy liver. I can just I can just go with the flow, and you only need like three T-shirts and a toothbrush, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's
0: so true. Yeah.
1: That's
0: cool. Thank you. I would say from that trip, what I learned about you is that you're really organized and good at planning.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: think because I w- I don't think we would have gotten anywhere if it wasn't for you. And I know I got really mad at you on that trip a lot of times. Yeah. But I think that like you got like from point A to point B like. I have no idea
1: how I such a struggle with stuff like that because I sort of recognize that I can do it fairly well and like Mm -hmm. I can like get people together, make a plan, make a transit, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I hate having to tell people what to do.
0: That's true. You
1: don't hate telling. No, I do. No, I do. I do it because I have to, but I never want to be like. Guys, let's go. But sometimes someone has to be like get in the Uber.
0: I know. Well, nobody wants to do that, but I don't think it's something that you dislike doing.
1: I think I actively dislike it. You do. I do. It causes me a lot of I stress. yeah, I, I.
0: don't like doing that either. I know. it. Most relationships, I honestly am that person. But with you guys, I don't really have to do, like. Even Zoe, I feel like she's good at being like this. this a front driver for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that like, and normally I have to, put with you guys, like, it's. Can I decide to take back seat? in the friend group, it goes a wall. Like, shit hits the fan if Jake and I are bossing people around.
1: Yeah. It's true. It's true. No, that's so accurate. Um, yeah, so that was, that's about it for my Europe trip. Unless you had more to
0: well, acquire. T- t- tips about, like, saving money. Like, would you say it was, it's expensive?
1: It is expensive, but I would say that it's possible to do it, um, affordably. Like, it is affordable if you have if you have a couple grand in the bank I I'm, I'm gonna be realistic that's hard for people, hard for people think about like if you save up for just like if you have like two grand you could you could do it in a broad trip yeah for like some for a good amount of time um and i know that's not in everybody's wheelhouse always but it was like
0: it's very possible it's
1: very possible and what i did mostly was i stayed in hostels which i also recognize is easier to do as a, as a young man as opposed to a young woman or someone who Maybe it doesn't feel comfortable and yeah,
0: sharing a sh- space, sharing
1: a space with random people. But um, I did that, and it was honestly like twenty or thirty bucks a night, depending on where I was. That's so cheap. Yeah, and you know, spread that across a month, and that housing alone is pretty much covered for a, a low price. That I can't, I can't do much.
0: I'm when we were in Italy, we stayed in like beautiful Airbnbs, and they were not expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, I like, I don't think. I mean, we, I spent money on that trip, but like not as much as I thought. Mm-hmm. And, like, we stayed in very nice places. One yeah. well, think is Naples. We were in a bad area. But the Airbnb itself was very...
1: Oh, it was massive, too. Yeah. So, so spacious. I think a lot of the money that I spent, like, if I made a pie chart, the biggest chunk would be... Like, discretionary spending, like, food and going out and expensive clothes for no reason. But if you just cut that out, it can be very affordable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to eat. Like, we went out three times a day. Yeah. kind of. But going out, like, going out to eat three times a day is, like, so much cheaper there than it is here.
1: Yes. That's also very true.
0: Like, it's not like you're dropping, like, $60 at dinner. Like, I don't think we ever... And we would eat at nice
1: places. Nice places and get, like, really good food. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: so... Not as expensive as you think
1: no well
0: thanks for sharing that of course This question before we move on to our next topic is what's one place you were like i wish i didn't go there
1: in europe um honestly paris yeah i, I was that. in paris for approximately 12 hours and i slept for about 10 of them
0: mm-hmm.
1: and oh, i you
0: didn't see that you didn't i guess
1: i didn't that. i saw it as i was driving to the airport oh. my flight home was from paris so i just mm-hmm. needed to get to paris and get out and while I was there, I was so unimpressed. And
0: so on to our next topic, which is gay. So Jake mm-hmm. are both part of the LGBTQ. You know what I hate when people say element OP community? That's like as a joke, it's like so stale. It's so reductive. Like, it's so stale.
1: Yeah. Or they're like, I'm in the LGBT, let's grab beers tonight. Have you heard that? <laughs> Honestly, I love that the acronym lines up like that, but like
0: God, you know what I mean? I just got the joke. But
1: it's like, I don't know. It's just like, okay. It's like, shut up. So true. Like, you're trying to like make a joke out of it. Maybe you're trying to seem like an ally, but. It's not giving out. It's giving actually the opposite. <laughs> it's even like, you don't actually care what the letters stand for <laughs> and what they mean. Like, yes. I don't know. Never.
0: All right. Well, anyway. So. I am bisexual. Who knows? Couldn't tell you my sexuality for real, but that's what I tell, tell mom and dad. Okay. <laughs> So we both had to have an experience of coming out. So I thought it would be fun if you're comfortable mm-hmm. to compare and contrast our experiences. Yeah. So you go ahead and say your experience and then I'll say mine. Yeah. And then we'll talk about it.
1: So. so my coming out experience was a little rushed at points due to certain people spurring along the process, shall we say. Okay. Um, which was not the most comfortable thing ever. Um, but overall, my coming what out. What do you
0: mean by that?
1: Like in high school, I was hooking up with this guy a little bit, and he was like so deranged, like the most probably crazy. I hate using this word, crazy person I've ever met. And he was just like so insecure, so toxic. He was tweeting screenshots of my snap messages on Twitter, but the thing is that he was so irrelevant that no one ever saw it. Like he had zero followers, so he really thought he was like, doing something. But my coming out among friends was was very positive. So just just been it's been that in a more positive direction. Everyone I told the first person I really like had an official formal coming out to was actually Miss Zoe Hall. Um, on my birthday of 2018, right around you know high school graduation, I took her up into a room and I was like, "Zoe, there's something I have to tell you." And that that I think for me that was the hardest part was like doing the first person, mm-hmm. like knocking, checking someone off the list, it- if you will. Um, and then after that, it sort of just, every time I cornered someone and had someone to listen, I would tell them. And then at a certain point, I was just like, I don't really care who knows anymore. You guys can like tell people or bring it up or like have it just like spread. because yeah. I don't want to have to come out. So, so to speak to every single person. I
0: know that's how I just I
1: wanted people it. to know at, at a certain point.
0: I would agree with that. I also think it's like, so, like people are always like well you shouldn't have to come out like people should just like you love who you love and but like that's easy for you to say when you're not in that situation (laughs) because like it can be casual you can come out casually but you like people regardless of like where i mean i do think we're like moving productively in society but like regardless of that like people are gonna have to come out like i don't people just assume that you're straight most of the time
1: yeah like,
0: unless you're living in a super progressive area around super progressive people, mm-hmm. people might not assume you're straight and be like, "Oh, you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, or whatever." Yeah. But like in most places, like you're gonna go to like your like family's friend's house for dinner one night, mm-hmm. like they're gonna be like, "You have a boyfriend?" Like, yeah, no, yeah, like they like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So like, there's always gonna be people you have to like tell.
1: You have to tell exactly, yeah, and um, like you said, I think it's changing, but I don't think it'll ever like. Because, I mean, let's face it, the majority of the population is straight. Yeah. So, and while I do think that it's validating to ask questions like, who's your partner? Instead of, yeah, do you have a boyfriend? It's always better. It's always better, but I I get why it's not there yet.
0: Yeah, I do too. And I hope
1: one day that it will be.
0: I do too. Yeah, it's not something that I'm like, expect, almost expecting, yeah. like as nice as that would be to not yeah. have to be like, like when I was dating Caroline, if like someone was like, do you have a boyfriend? boyfriend and I had to be like no I have a girlfriend it would have been nice if they were just like are you dating anyone you know what I mean The yeah, gender news yeah. so I didn't have to be like so we
1: don't have to be the ones to like drop a bomb yeah I mean, exactly. play the switch up
0: but then it's like re- but like it's not like it never made me like upset or angry yeah. but I, had, I also understand if it made somebody else upset or angry
1: yeah so, don't tell me right.
0: so. anyway so my coming out story yeah. was I guess different because I was dating somebody so and I also I always say like I don't think I ever knew that I was gay. I think the first time I realized that I liked girls was like my sophomore year of college when we got sent home, and I was watching Euphoria for the first time, and I saw Zendaya, and I was like doing like I was like, "What's kind of <laughs> And I was like, just like a niche, like attractive thing. And she's her character is androgynous, so I was kind of like, be like, who knows, like yeah whatever. But then I also simultaneously was like very, very close with my ex-girlfriend at the time as like friends mm-hmm. We were like texting all day and like FaceTiming all day. And I was like, it was like a situation It
1: was more than platonic.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, okay, I mean, this is also something else. And then I just slowly started to realize, and then we started dating. Like, then we like, like, so I guess she was the first person I came out to because I like told her that I had feelings for her. Mm-hmm. And then we started dating. And then I had to come out by telling people I was dating a girl. It wasn't like I was like, I'm bi. and I like girls. It was like, I'm dating someone and it's a woman. Yeah. So that was different. I
1: kind of envy that. Really? Because like every time I came out, I was like, yes, this is me, but zero prospects. You had like a reason to tell people and that's sweet. It's like- I guess. Something important was happening in your life and you were able to share- part of you because of it
0: but it also felt rushed a little because i wasn't ready to share almost like i I don't even think i was ready to accept it about myself in a lot of ways like i had a lot of i still do have a lot of internalized homophobia so i think that like i was like not ready at all to share so i and not that i felt forced but i was forced because like you can't ask someone you're dating i wanted to date this person i couldn't ask them to keep it a secret Mm -hmm. but now but then it's like I know, like it almost like changes, not it changes the way people see you, but like, I didn't want it to change. I liked who I was and like, mm-hmm. I liked how people saw me. You were comfortable. I, yeah. And I was really nervous that this was going to like change, mm-hmm. which it didn't, yeah. but like I was nervous of that.
1: I think that's a huge part of coming out is that you're people, are, you're scared that people are going to look at you differently. Yeah. Kind of like you said, like you were comfortable, you were good the way you were. Yeah. You don't want to give people a, a reason to change their perception. Yeah. But then- I mean, in both of our cases, I think we we're fortunate that it didn't change many people's perceptions.
0: Yeah, it didn't. I and mean, I don't think I I wish
1: to. I could have known that when I was 17. Yeah. Probably would have been a lot less stressed at the time. I know. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad that I am where I am now.
0: Yeah, it just takes time.
1: Light at the end of the tunnel. I
0: know. I do wish I could tell myself to relax. But I just didn't know what people's reactions were going to be. Because yeah. I was like, I also was very unexpected. Like, if I, I didn't get any negative reactions, but a lot of people, like, were surprised. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, that was what I was also nervous of because I'm like, this is going to change. Because, yeah, if you're surprised, like, it changes what you think about something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If if they're surprised, then by definition, they had a different idea. Uh, They had a different, yeah. And this surprised them.
0: Yes. So that was the only thing where I was like, yeah. But it wasn't, I mean, I understand why they were surprised because I didn't, like, give any inclinations. Besides the fact that I was, like, crying the same love in my room. When I was a kid, and I don't really know why that was happening.
1: Yeah, no, I had similar things going on. Like, I had a huge Lady Gaga obsession. Yeah. But I was, like, also had, like, sixth grade girlfriends at the time. Right. So the math wasn't quite mathing there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um...
0: And, I was like, and that's what I always think about, too. Like, I was obsessed with Selena Gomez, and like, had a bunch of posters in my room. And, like, I'm wondering, like, maybe that wasn't just, like, a... Maybe that was a crush as well.
1: I think that it probably
0: was. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Because I didn't realize it. Do
1: you have a crush on Taylor Swift like that?
0: No, I don't feel that way. But Taylor Swift's just like, whoa.
1: She's just a goddess. She's
0: just like smart and like Mm -hmm. cool and like so talented.
1: I was just thinking of like female pop girlies and I had to bring her up.
0: That is so true. She had
1: to make her way into the pod at some point.
0: (laughs) Anyone's listened to Midnight's by Taylor Swift? Yeah, it's really good What's your top? what did you say your top three favorite midnight songs are at
1: the moment? I'd say it changes probably every day. Lately, You're On Your Own Kid has been absolutely breaking me, and I can only figure that she broke into my mind and like wrote, okay. wrote it about yeah. my life. That's
0: what I literally think every time I <laughs> listen to it.
1: So The
0: Bridge, I'm always like I mm-hmm. wrote this for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she definitely cracked open my little noggin and just pulled that one out. But, right. Um I also love Midnight Rain really good. And I've actually been enjoying Paris a lot lately. I like the beginning not the city as we know yes just the song
0: <laughs> i like the beginning of paris just because i think it's like fun yeah and i'm kind of like okay I,
1: yeah but, I, but
0: it's good it's good I mean, it's, it's just funny. they're all good like objectively i could, i would
1: everything she does is good
0: but i like absolutely yeah. body the song yeah but i have my favorites i like bejeweled a lot right now
1: me too which
0: i didn't really love at first me too The grew but then i think i listened to the lyrics putting someone first only works when you're in their top five i was like it's so true
1: i think i've been a little too kind
0: yeah Baby <laughs> kind. Of been a little yeah. Too yeah and
1: i think it's time to teach some lessons it's Yeah. Uh, someone said it best it's like if a seventh grade english teacher decided to just like slay the club one night so true You I know, mean? like she just steps out and like the girl who takes off her glasses and you realize she's hot it has all that energy wrapped up into it
0: all right moving on
1: a little aside
0: so it's the gay topic
1: mm-hmm.
0: i said this earlier a little bit but i definitely I struggle with internalized homophobia, mm-hmm. and I know that's something that you struggle with a little bit as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. so I thought we could talk about that. Yeah, um, in areas of my life where it exists, I have trouble like pinpointing its effect on me. Um, I think one area in which I know it sort of weighs on me is like with stuff like PDA, mm-hmm. you know, when like yeah, someone that's I'm that's with wants yeah. to like hold hands out in public, or like I mean, I'm cool for like a little bar makeout sesh, but. I don't really want much further like mm-hmm. grossness, not gross, th- n- naughtiness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than that.
0: Intimacy. Intimacy.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, some people don't like PDA. That's just true. But I think for me, it is like doing that with a man is like more stressful than if it was with a woman. Definitely. Um, and that's, that's something I'm trying to unlearn is people I've been with, it's people I'm problem. sort of seeing right now. One person is like very into that. And I, he like, that's like, his love language is physical touch. So I'm trying to like respect his his love there and like try to like reciprocate and be like that, but it's also hard for me. But he knows that.
0: But it also makes sense. Yeah, it also makes sense why it's hard. Yeah. For me. I think I was like that too. I I did not like I don't like PDA. Like I don't think I mean, I think that's obvious probably about me. I wouldn't like that. But mm-hmm. I also in my last relationship, like would not like holding hands, like and stuff like that would be stressful because yeah. I was like nervous about
1: under st it's nervous into the way people are looking. Yeah. And I don't want to get like, looked it, at. Yeah, don't, I
0: don't want to get looked at. Don't
1: perceive me. Yes, S- true. Simply don't acknowledge that I exist.
0: Yeah, so I feel I I understand that. Yeah. I think for me, I don't even know what it is. I think it's like partly like first of all, being attracted to boys and girls. Like I don't not that it's a choice, like who I will fall in love with, but like I have both options. So then it's like one comes with a lot of stress of like, what are people going to think? And like, how am I going to be treated? And then marrying a man, like all that stuff, like, isn't there. But then there's so many benefits to marrying a woman at the same time.
1: Yep. Yeah. So
0: it's just like all of that stuff. I think that's what I like struggle with. And then also like you, like growing up, I always thought like you picture like I always see these TikToks and I really relate to them. And it's like girls like saying like, I'm so happy I'm out and like a woman and like be that. And then they like shows like all these pictures, like Disney princesses with like their Prince Charming and like mm-hmm. knowing that they'll never have that. Yeah. Because it's like what you are like almost like
1: conditioned conditioned
0: to want. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's also part of it as well.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm trying to just teach myself that it's flattering.
1: I I think we all have a lot of unlearning to do about a lot of things. And that's just an extra thing that we have to sort of deal with. Love, I will say, there's a lot of TikTok accounts out there that are like grown queer people, like in their 40s and 50s, and every time all they say is like, "It gets better." Like, I mean, it's not that you and I are actively struggling, we're fine. But like, just like little things like this, they're like, "It goes away with time." Like, you will unlearn people's hatred, and just like, like they're happily married and they have been for 30 years. Like, that's that's gorgeous and. That just like is helpful to me. True. But so if you're something that you struggle with is like not seeing the light in the tunnel, look up those TikTok accounts. They'll make you feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah.
0: Well, to our hot seat questions. So basically how this works is we're gonna rapid fire, ask each other five five questions, one to five. Sure. Five questions. You have to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. And then you do it to me. You can do it to me and to I've done And I can edit. I can, we can edit it if it gets too intimate. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: Okay. First one Do you think you have commitment issues? Yes. <laughs> Next one Do you think you'll have a boyfriend soon? I
1: don't think I've been a real kid.
0: What do you think yeah. my biggest flaw is?
1: You don't speak sometimes. I
0: don't speak. Wait, yeah. not to so unpack, but what do you mean? Like, Sometimes I'm too. Close.
1: Sometimes, like when there's confrontation among friends, and I'm like, "Natalie, you need to weigh in."
0: Oh yeah. Like, Natalie,
1: you need to pick a side and like, like. And I just stand like you just stand on the corner like that's what you know, I mean yeah you can to stand your ground sometimes like you right you gotta
0: do that
1: okay
0: <laughs> um, are you friends with anyone in your life currently that you wish you weren't friends with?
1: No. Oh,
0: that's good.
1: I don't, I don't think so. No, no one comes to mind immediately. All right. My turn for you. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have a warm up with some like. Easy questions and then it'll get hotter. Okay. Ice or no ice? Ice. You.
0: Okay. Thank you. Your
1: style. Flop or bop?
0: My style? Your
1: style. Right now? Like mm-hmm. not what you're wearing, but
0: Um, I would say right now I'm I'm in I'm in my come up. I had a flop, I'm in my come up.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. You're entering your slate era?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Hometown honeys, yay or nay?
0: Like for me or for just you. in general.
1: Do you have any hometown honeys? Mm-hmm was that three already oh geez um
0: you can't ask more. <laughs>
1: i love the hot seat i know um wildest wildest dream oh, wait I, I had a more specific category i don't remember what i was going to say exactly but it's like wildest dream of a person who are they what do they do what do they look like maybe what? I have- your soulmate? No, 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 I'm saying
0: what? Like my soulmate? Like oh,
1: this I could. In say. your wildest dreams, who who are they?
0: Totally say okay. If it's a boy, rolled jeans, wears vintage t shirts. Gaslit like,
1: gaslit you a little bit.
0: No, I wouldn't want that. He would be soft and sensitive and kind.
1: Oh, that kind. Okay. Uh huh. Fine line there with Gast- those types.
0: And he would read books, and he would have. Like, all his clothes would be, like, from a thrift store, like, a cool one, and he'd have, like, a record player, and he would, like, listen to, like, old music or something, like Fleetwood Mac, I don't know. Yeah. And that just feels right. And then he would, like, um, wear rolled jeans and skateboard and like yeah. have, like just be cool maybe a porn stash or something
1: i was just gonna say does he have a stash and i'm glad that he does
0: yeah he'd just be like that and i just think me and that type of person would they
1: like said that's the boy answer is there a girl no, answer
0: boy the, the girl answer would be a girl with like um who wears like semi-masculine semi-feminine clothing like kind of like you know does a little bit of both yes. and maybe has like a few arm tattoos and mm. like wears like vans and like also skateboards and just kind of has like a full cool vibe to her too. that's interesting that's how i would
1: describe it great i'm so glad i hope that you find one of them I both do too. maybe, maybe the problem <laughs> yeah you never know um I, don't know. I wish i had a really good biting closing question but i don't it's all right all right, then let's wrap it up. Thanks
0: so much for joining us today and listening to our podcast. Sorry,
1: this was so long.
0: I think I'm gonna
1: have to edit a lot of it. If you, if you listen to the end of it, you're a real, you're a real one
0: tonight. You're sure. a real one, and hopefully, it wasn't boring. I don't think it was boring.
1: <laughs>
0: us boring? Never. Nothing, never. So, thank you so much. For some reason, I'm, like I can't see anything now, and like I'm feeling really delirious.
1: Do you have like an outro that you do, like a? Closing statement?
0: Um, no.
1: I guess I'll say thank you so much for having me. Um, if this goes well, maybe I'll be on in a future episode. Or... Uh, do you
0: think it well, I think our chemistry was great. I
1: think it was. I think we, we hit some topics.
0: We hit some topics. And we had some talks. And we had Zoe. Yeah. She was like guest star. She was like a guest star. That was funny. So thank you guys so much. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Peace
1: and blessings. Bye. So-